All right. This, this is, we're definitely live, and it's definitely Pedro's fault while we were live. We're late because he wanted always to talk. It's my fault. It's, yeah. it's always, no, it's not. I'm not going to let you lie like that, sir. It's not always your fault. It's we me. a team, man. We a yeah. team. So if Hannibal's late, we're both late. That is true. And you know what? That's a really good segue of the main topic. I'm sure you guys already seen the title. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. My name is Hannibal. That guy over there is Pedro. We got a really fun show ahead of you guys tonight. Tonight. I was going tonight and today at the same time. Um, talking about the Ghetto Boys. Hopefully, I think our demographic, the people who check out this podcast and check out our channel, they know who the Ghetto Boys is. I think it's a really interesting conversation. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball as well. And, you know, and we're going to talk about something that, listen, I didn't realize you, I need to do a hard investigation on memes. We see a meme and then we just like laugh at it and we're like, what happened there? And this yeah. just came randomly on my YouTube feed and I got to talk about it. But first, let's just let's go into some basketball real quick. You may got, you guys may not know who Jalen Brunson is. It's OK. You should know him. Yeah. He's from he's on the New York Knicks. He used to be on the Dallas Mavericks team. When the sign, I guess the news broke out that he signed with the New York Knicks uh, for $100 million for yeah. four years. Me and Pedro was just trashing the entire deal. It was like, not trashing it, but well, like... you started trashing it, I just followed it because <laughs> it makes sense. But you, if we look back at the archive, probably, like, probably. everybody's getting 100 mil. Who's this Dan Brunson guy? Because I don't understand money anymore. I, I yeah. don't. I really don't know. I, I'm still on the Kevin Garnett signed 100 million and that was a mind-blowing thing. How long was that ago? Uh, 15 years or something crazy. Yeah, I'm I old. Mean, a while ago. Yeah. So I'm thinking, do people just get $100 million contracts? And like, yes or no. But it kind of gave me the idea to talk about this because clearly Jalen Brunson is worth the money. Yeah. Um, the, di- the guy is dropping 40. Like you said, he's dropping 40 pieces. He is the, mo- the most consistent um, Nick player that we have. He's the best point guard since... Or the next since I don't even know. Uh, Ooh, that's oh man, that's a Derek tough Harper. One. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, yeah, Derek like Houston. Allen Houston's a shooting guard, so I don't know. Uh, Jeremy Lin was good for a couple weeks, <laughs> and we ruined him. If you um, hey, listen, I'll talk yeah. an hour about Jeremy Lin and, and oh, what yeah. we did wrong with him. Yeah, but he's one of the, you know he's he's going to be a great play he's a, I think he's an all-star team at this point I don't know if he did he's, he made it uh as a sub because somebody was either hurt or some I believe he is all-star yeah and he the should dude, the yeah. dude can play and it kind of gave me this idea or at least a question about NBA contracts I'm just, I'm talking about free agent signings and contract extensions how often do the teams get it right hmm and I really thought about it. And it could be, I mean, certain teams are probably better than others, obviously. But in your opinion, if you look at all of the free agent signs, you, you know, you, you've, we've been watching NBA as probably long as I have. Yeah. Do the teams get it right in terms of the talent or even the durability? Like, do they get it right or do they often get it wrong? Like, what, what's your thoughts? Man, good one. Um, I think we could, I think it's, I think it's very 50 50. Um, I think we can cite a few recent <coughs> excuse me big name free agents that yeah did really well kevin durant to the warriors Kawhi leonard to the raptors um you know there's various uh, those are the two that stick out to me immediately right because they won championships after those moves that same year um but then there are many others that guy gets overpaid based on something he did and that free agent contract doesn't work out right um i think it's pretty pretty split i think as far as big names though you know you look at what happened with Brooklyn and all those free agent signings, James Harden to the Sixers. Um, you look at certain, you know, um, still yet to be determined with Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie went to the Boston. That's That was horrible. And we'll see what yes. happens with the Mavericks. We know what happened with the Nets. So I think it's really split. I think a lot of these teams want to win now. So the pressure to sign a big agent and throw money to fill a roster spot is really important. But like, right. it, it's a coin flip. It's literally, I think it's a coin flip is how I would answer that. I'm I'm trying to think in terms of like all of the signings. Like it is possible. Like you you may be right. It's fifty fifty, but these. I, I guess the reason why I brought this up is clearly there's some really talented executives that know when they see a a star and they see someone who actually played a game at a high level, they can change the the, the trajectory of the season or just they could be a really good team uh, player, right? They could be a star, like um, Pascal Siakam. 
I didn't think that he was going to, you know, like they gave him a lot of money. I'm like, really? And then I'm like, oh, right. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Again, like these guys, he's worth the money. So I, I looked up some overpaid NBA contracts in the last, I don't know, 25 years. Oh. And a lot I- of them is not based on necessarily talent, but I'll throw some names at you and you let me know if it was overpaid. Mm-hmm. So Gibbard Arenas, six years, $111 million. Oh, 100% overpaid. He had one and a half good years, in my opinion. Is it based on the injuries? Yes. Or his performance? Injuries, because you have to be available, right? Mm. You have to, you know what I'm saying? You have to be available. And if you're not available, whether it's injuries or whatever, like that's not a good thing because in NBA, those contracts are guaranteed, right? Yes, so, sir. you know, if you're hurt, that that sucks. It's, 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 it's not as big of a knock as if you're not performing well. But you have to be available. That's that's part of it for me. So I think at the end of the day that they would say, yeah, we overpaid based on the value that we got on our return, on our investment, right? Yeah. So I definitely think he got a lot of money. I think at the time it wasn't a horrible signing. But if you look back now, well, yeah, what definitely. they actually got for that, yeah, he didn't he didn't play enough. So I, I at the time, I don't remember anyone saying it was a bad deal. I don't remember because I remember it. If anyone remember Gibbo Arenas when he was balling, it yeah. was like Stephen Curry. Like he was dropping, he was launching threes, he was scoring, he was yeah. the man. Yeah. And then he had, he bought some guns in the locker room and he just became a you know made an ass out of himself and the injuries kind of threw him away. But so that's a, that they most people do mention that as one of the worst <laughs> uh, contracts in NBA history. Another one, Allen Houston, two thousand one, six mm. years, a hundred million dollars in the New York Knicks. And the New York Knicks is going to be popped up a few more times. We just love <laughs> spending money on yes. players. Yes, you do. I don't, no. you know, the, Alan Houston was pivotal to getting the Knicks to that championship versus the Rockets. I think it's Spurs, um, 99. Spurs, you're right. Yeah. Rockets was before. Um, him and Latrell Spree were on the same team. Right? Oh, they yeah, lost, I love that team. Lost to the Spurs. That's when Tim Duncan and Robinson and all those boys. Yeah, we were going to win that one. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to win that one. I don't, you know, I don't feel like that was, he played a lot. He's yeah. he put up probably by my guess, he was probably the average and he was a leading scorer for a number of years, probably putting up 25 a game or so underrated. I think in some regard, I thought Allen Houston was a, he was really, really, really good. So I don't look at that one as a negative necessarily. Yeah. He has some injuries too. I think that's probably what mostly slowed down. He has some injuries. Yeah. Um, during it. towards The one that I can him. think of, I don't know if you'll mention it. I want to say it now, but. To me, one of the worst ones is a guy named Chandler Parsons. Oh, Dallas, yes. Four years, $94 million contract. Mark Cuban signed him from the Red Rockets to Dallas, and the dude ain't done. I mean, he he robbed him blind. And he it wasn't even injuries as far as I can remember. He just did not perform. I think that's one of the worst ones statistically because they got he got big what, money from. Was him. he ever was he ever balling? Was no, he ever like, no, yo, no. Parsons, we need to get him on. Because I don't remember that at all. Great role player, could shoot the three really well. I think Mavericks liked him. I think they thought he was going to be like a Dirk Nowitzki type because of his size and all that. And right. It just never panned out. Fair enough. Yeah, that's definitely on my list. Uh, another Knicks. We love that Knicks here. Joakim Noah. Mm-hmm. Four years, $72 million contract with the New York Knicks. So he got that after him, after he had After some, he was balling the Bulls, the Bulls where you either yeah. loved him or hate him, right? If he was on your team. He went on the Knicks and just got his money and was like, I'm done playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that hurt. That hurt. I think he won defensive player of the year. I know at least one time, maybe twice. He was very good defensively, but offensively he was a liability. But he was, you know, he was like all, the hustle guy. Yeah. But he shot his free, didn't he shoot his free throws? Like he had he a shot weird shot. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, another one. Richard Lewis, 2007, oh, yeah, six man. years, $118 million. Yeah. So he went to, I know he was with the Supersonics. Yeah, he went to the Magic. Go to the Magic, that's right. He was with Miami, too, for a while. He had a good um, year. I could, I could at least think he had one good year. At well, Magic, he got him. Right? He was part of that Dwight Howard team that lost to the Lakers. In the right, right, he right. He was on that team. He was good, but that's a lot of money. I mean, you're, over, <laughs> you're overpaying. Like, for him, like that. He's a good role player, but that that's like number one guy t- type of money. He's but, not a number one guy. But when he was with the Sonics, it was him and Ray Allen, right? Like they were like yeah. Splash Brothers, right, for a little yeah, bit, and then they get the bag and they're like, "All right, I'm good. I'm, I'm in Miami. I'm in Orlando." Yeah, 
I'm good. I'm I, yeah. And I think that happens to certain some players. And I mean, I can't. I don't know if I could blame them. That's a lot of money. These of guys are young. They're 25, just... 26. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't. You know, you've you've got the bag, and then now you're in a beautiful city with beautiful women, and like you're just living a life. So your motivation, you're not as hungry. Right. For some of these guys, they're like, oh, I got my money. I'm good. I'm going to go out there and just ball and do what I can. But they're not, like, trying to, like, take the next step, some of them, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to just continue with the New York Knicks. I don't – wow, we just suck. We just signed everybody. Eric – Eddie Curry, six oh. years, $60 million for that fat uh, – yeah. all right, I'm sorry. I don't want to body shame everyone. But as an athlete, you can't be fat. And he was fat. And he had – he was balling. And, again, once you ball and get that money – and then you get those chicken McNuggets and those burgers. And then if you're not working out, if you're not putting in the effort, and also he has some, all right, I'm being mean. He did have some personal problems, like some, I think either a, a death in the family. So I'm, I'm being a little jokey, but he was supposed to be the dude. Well, and he was, he dra- and that's another bull. He was drafted. Him and Tyson Chandler were drafted in the first round the same year by the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> early 2000s. And these guys were supposed to be the next guys after Jordan, basically, yeah. right? And Tyson Chandler had a nice long. He's career. a good, did, good role player. Eddie Curry, yeah. did, he he did not take care of his. He flamed health. out. He flamed, flamed out. out. Yeah. He went to the Knicks, and yeah, not good. All right, another Knicks one because it really shows how how awesome the New York Knicks are. Jerome James, two thousand and five, <laughs> five years for thirty million dollars. I don't think he ever played well after signing. Like no. the moment I remember, the moment he signed it, he never played well. Yeah, he never. It was it. It didn't make any sense. Just because New York Knicks have tons of money, we just it just doesn't make sense why we just throw the money to everybody. Jerome well, James he, had one good season before he got the contract. I forgot what team he played on. I did, I forgot uh, to write that down. Miami was it not? I, th- I thought he and, and he, and he did well in the playoff series. It kind of yeah. reminded me of what Jalen Brunson, but obviously he's more talented. Jalen's yes. way more talented. That yeah. he balls out on a playoff stage. It's national. People recognize. He's like, damn. And his contract, you know, he's a free yeah. agent. Sign him, and that was disastrous well i feel like the so for me the knicks um Suck. carmelo anthony obviously <laughs> that was a big free agent signing the biggest one they've had in my opinion yes. and i think overall it's some people would say negative because he never won a championship they never made it to the finals but he was that guy and he put up big numbers and you know they, then they got a mario stoudemire he was also kind of hurt you know but he came after he had success with the suns and then the knicks get yeah. him and like he had some moments, but never really. They could never really do anything. So they had like maybe good two seasons, maybe. Yeah. Where I mean, so Mar- the Knicks have had some good signings, but like not overall, yeah, they signed a lot of guys that did not do what they're supposed. Yeah, it looks to do, like the Knicks know? are probably the worst signing. So maybe you're right. Like maybe they, there's some teams that got it right. Like maybe they're fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Knicks are below that clearly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, sure. I got well, Brunson. Lakers Let's talk about up. Brunson. I mean Brunson. Brunson so far is a great signing. Would you not agree? No, no, I mean, that that's the one that I. Why Dallas didn't keep him? Now they got to overpay for and not, Kyrie. Overpay yeah. because you don't know what you're gonna get from Kyrie. Obviously, yeah. Kyrie is more talented than Jalen. Obviously, but you don't know what you're gonna get with his attitude and his injury prone. You don't know, but you have basically like a top three player. Yeah. But you don't know what you're going to get every night. Either he's going to be upset it's about a, it's something. A wild, it's a wild card. Like they could either go to the finals and maybe even win or go in the Western, you know, Western Conference finals, deep run, or they could flame out in the first round. Completely flame out. Yeah. Or whatever. So, so I, I think, and I've seen some um, conversations about, you know, who's the man on the Dallas Mavericks team? Now, everyone is saying, you know, the coach, the owner, it's Lucas' team. But if you saw that last game, the game before where, it's a last-minute shot, and they started playing hot potato with the ball because, they, you know, Kyrie went, threw it to Luka. Luka threw it back. And then Kyrie yeah. did some weird thing where he tried to throw it inside, got the ball got t- taken over. They both don't know who's the man. Now, it's still early, yeah. but do Kyrie – Kyrie thinks he's a man. Well, course, yeah, right? but let's still Luka's team. I've said it a couple weeks ago, and Luka's very clutch. So I think they're just trying to, you know, see, but it's, it's Luka's team hands down. I'm not disagreeing, like, you know, but does Kyrie believe that? Oh, who knows what Kyrie? I don't know. Kyrie <laughs> doesn't know what Kyrie believes. <laughs> he's a flat earther. He, I don't think Kyrie understands, and I think he's just very. He's like, I, wait, I want a championship. Yeah. I can score sixty if I want to. I have. Yeah. I can shoot. All, I could do everything he can do. It's just I'm not as 
uh, tall as Luca. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, we'll see how that works. Who do you think's out. a better player right now? If you had to take one of those guys on your team, who do you Luka. think's better? Luca. Yeah, I, I think most people would say that. You and know, I do not like the complaining. The God, he complains a lot. Complains a lot. But he he wants to play ball. He loves basketball. I don't know if Kyrie loves basketball. Or at least he does, but he loves himself as well. <laughs> yeah, I think he loves some of himself and his <laughs> ideals more than the game. And I think there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. he's, you know, those ideals that he has and the things that he really, really matter to him are going to be here around longer than basketball will. Your body gives out and he's going to, you know, live right. more of a life without basketball than he will with it. So I get it, but that's what you get with Kyrie Irving. That's what, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a coin and, flip. And he's know? not going to be overpaid at this point. His talent, you have to give him money. So even if he gets the sure. big crazy contract, you, I don't know. I guess you could argue he's overpaid, but the talent, he he probably should be getting 40, 50 million a year. I mean, well, I, I think if I'm if I'm a you know, <laughs> excuse me, he's going to get thirty to forty a year, but it's going to be on one and two year deals. You're not giving him two hundred, three hundred million dollars like you are like you're going to see Morant get and Luca and Giannis. You know these younger right. guys, Zion. If he stays healthy, will get a big one. But long term, you're not giving that to Kyrie because it's too much of a gamble, it's too yeah. much of a risk. You know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that works out in the uh, you know as they get into the playoffs. Yeah. So there's three more I want to mention. Both two from the Lakers, Luau Dang in 2016 oh, signed a four year, seventy two million dollar contract. <laughs> Clearly, he was yeah. on the backside of his career, and they the last the last person or last team to know was the Lakers. Right. I think he went there when Kobe was still there. Yes. And uh, he came from the Bulls. So the Bulls, another Bulls got team again from the Bulls to the Lakers. And he was but a good he, play, he, he was really was good player, player, but they he gave him a lot of money. They gave yeah. him a lot of money. And this is this is the hilarity of the Lakers. In the same season, I don't know if you know who this guy is, Timothy Mazgoff. Yeah, four from, years, yeah. $64 million. He came at that's after they get he got paid. <laughs> because he won a championship with LeBron in Cleveland and he had a pretty good finals and he got paid off of that week and a half of basketball. <laughs> and I, I know get the money, there. right? Like if I was able to play like a magician for like a week yeah. and I have money for the rest of my existence, I effort, they could say it's all paid. They paid me. So wherever this is he, not, wherever he's know. from, he could buy half the country or whatever. I'm yeah, sure. probably. I should have looked up. It's somewhere in their yeah. Europe, I'm assuming. Yeah. And the last one, I don't know who this person is. Don't remember. This is back in 1996. So it give, me the, give me the team. Give me the team that he went to. I'll, I, maybe I'll tell you. Seattle Supersonics. Went to the suit. He went. So the Sonics paid him. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Seven years, 36, $33.6 million. So this is 1996. That's a lot of money. What, what year was it? 96? 96. 96, the Seattle. He it only played 97 games over three years, three seasons with the team. It wasn't Def Left Shrimp, was it? Oh, no. Oh, okay. He was good. Okay. I don't know yeah. who it is then. I don't know who this guy is. Jim McAveen. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should look, Maybe I look this person up. Jim, Jim McAveen. McAveen. They gave him a lot of money for us not to know who the hell he is. Give me a second. Let me write this down. Jim this McAveen. Yeah, is this a real is this a real player? Is that a tennis player? Jim McEnroe? <laughs> no, McEnroe, Mac. Oh, white guy. Give me a second. <laughs> well, of course, share. he's a white dude. <laughs> Why he's so? You gonna, it could have been Can a dude. It could. Yeah, I'm a player. I'm a right now. Yeah, Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, he's a, Hold on. I'll probably know him when I look at him. Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna load up right now. He. Oh, he does oh, look I familiar. This guy. I remember. He's a big. He's a center, I believe. The, right. Oh, it's one of those tall, uh, uncoronated uh, dudes that got yeah. a big bag, and then and yeah, apparently the man only played ninety-seven games with over yeah, how uh, many three million? Seasons. Thirty, thirty million. Thirty, thirty-three point six million dollars. Crazy! Wow. I didn't. I did not know who this man was. He looks familiar. I've seen the face, yeah. But on in nineteen ninety-six, you giving to him that much money? So he would have been around when they were competitive, though. That's when they had Peyton and Kemp and went to the finals yeah. around. So they were probably just trying to build that roster. And yeah, that's that's my, but I'm assuming a lot of that times they they are feel they're fighting off other teams, yeah. either to 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 match or exceed or just to f with them. So yeah, we're gonna sign that guy. You better sign him before we do. It's like I oh, got him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now 
Al, oh, appreciate you guys for coming through. I, I see a few guys, you know, the few people always appreciate you guys. Um, Al, Alamo City Dan says, I'm going to say Quran. So I don't know that's a joke. It is, I think. Yeah. Um, I, He's not my guy anymore, so you have at it. Uh, what's up? Yeah, with the Suns, man. I can't. The Suns are... I still don't think they're going to win a championship. I just can't trust Chris Paul. I think he'll get hurt or something. And I think Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, who knows how that'll work. If but. Chris Paul load manages, like, okay, stop playing or play very little. Let When K, when Katie comes, let him just get, get to the... the, just, to the just play for and the And then jump playoffs? in, you know, second round. Yeah, I don't... I think mm-hmm. they can win. Because usually that's what happens. Chris Paul breaks down towards the, towards the playoffs. Yeah. Usually after the first round, he just starts breaking down. Load managing him. He's he's getting older. Let Booker, let um um Durant take the take the bulk of all the offense. He, first of all, who's who's gonna stop Durant? Who's gonna no, stop Durant? No one, no, right? Nobody does that. Any um, you still got that tall dude who doesn't like playing basketball, but he's tall. He's, he got he got paid. You got yeah. you still got DeAndre Alden there. Oh, that was that pick pick and roll, pick and pop. Well, not pick yeah. and pop, but pick and rolls. You got Booker. It's possible they win a championship this year. They they could they could. I mean, I'm not gonna be surprised, but it'll who's be gonna, it'll who's be, gonna be who's gonna be him in the West. You already know who I'm gonna say. Yeah, but that does I, not... I, I, I'm 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 going down with the ship. I think the Mavericks are gonna go to the final. <sighs> I, I believe it. I still believe this it. Even if Chiefs, Kyrie, man. even if Kyrie doesn't, it is it could be even if Kyrie <laughs> doesn't do whatever. Like I, I listen, and Denver still, you know. I don't like Memphis. I think they're still too young and immature. Yeah. Denver, Denver, this could Den- be yeah, there. Denver it could be there. But for some reason, Denver they get there, but it's still no confidence that they can take it to the next level, right? Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think yeah, if I had if I had a bet money, I would say the Suns. The Suns? Yeah. Now, Luca owned the Suns before KD. KD is not. He's going to handle Luca. He's going to handle him. Luka I mean, for him. me, for me, I think those guys wash each other out. Yeah, I, I think they. For me, I think they just. Gonna probably score about the same and have the same similar. You think Luca's gonna defend KD? And not about defending. It's about it's about the pr- productivity of each of those guys and what they give to their team, right? Right, 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 right. So they're not gonna defend each other a lot, but I think they just cancel each other out. So then it goes to okay, Kyrie and Booker. Okay, I think I think Kyrie's a better player overall. Yes, but I, you know, right? Booker could ball. He could ball. I, he I, don't, ball, know, I don't know. He if his production slides during the playoffs. I think he maintained it, right? I don't think he no, he did a Harden where yeah, you don't know where he went. He's pretty good, yeah. So yeah. then it's like okay, then it's Chris Paul and the next best Maverick, and who knows? I, I think Chris Paul be healthy. They have the advantage there. So yeah, I would lean towards the Sun as far as on paper, but yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. But you, you gotta go down with the ship. You said you, that's your dude. I, that's what, it's, yeah, it's, I, I called it's, in the beginning. That's what I'm gonna go. That's with, gonna so. be a really fun. Uh, playoff series because oh, yeah, there's sure. already a lot of bad blood there. Yeah. KD loves trash talking, even though he has no history. He'll just start talking, <laughs> talking yeah. shit. Um, I, I'm excited for it, even though my team is out. Listen, I got Cam Thomas. We got a good, we got a decent future. We got to get rid of uh, Cam Thomas ben. ball, and he's going to be one of the guys we talk about next year that gets big yeah. money. And it's like, who? Where'd he go? That's what's going to happen with Cam Thomas. Listen. We gotta keep him. I think he, I think he fits Brooklyn. He don't like smiling. He says like slick stuff all the time. <laughs> that fits Brooklyn. Uh, hopefully he he enjoys playing here. Um, but the dude can score. Like he's just he a can. scorer. But we weren't talking or thinking about him in the beginning of the year, and there's a reason for that. So I, I'm not. I don't think he's gonna be dropping 40, 40 pieces all year. It's just not gonna happen. Well, you, you're saying like some players who play really well on like a team that has no. Like not saying a bad team, but you know, like well, Kevin Love, right? Kevin Love used to be like dropping crazy stats. Oh, Minnesota, on, yeah, he was yeah. And then it was like, yeah, because the team was terrible and no one thought anything of him, and yep. he was just there because he's the best player on the team. So yep. I don't know. I, I'm seeing Cam. He his his skills. I think he can play. I yep. think he'll be fine. So we'll see. Yep. Ben Simmons is fucking god awful. Trash. Uh, <laughs> but let's just jump into the Ghetto Boys situation. So. I'm gonna show a little bit of the conversation. So you guys, if you guys don't know, I think we had Nomad Gig Mom. She didn't know who the Ghetto Boys were. Legendary uh rap group in the um you can go 80s, 90s. Um Scarface, Willie D, um, rest in peace to um Bushwick, he Bill, that yeah. And you know, legendary group. And I didn't know they had a podcast, but they have a ghetto boys called Ghetto Boys Reloaded. I guess talking about you know their times and all that, you know, being in the industry. And this conversation did blow up uh, two days ago where 
Billy D is basically expressing a lot of anger and frustration with Scarface because during the Grammys, they had a hip hop tribute and Scarface performed and performed a ghetto boy song. Willie D wasn't there. Mm. And Willie D was like, listen, how you perform a ghetto boy song? And I wasn't there. Why I didn't get a call? Why you thought it was a good idea for even to pursue this? Yeah. They, he, Willie D had a feeling that he was getting pushed out in that situation. And they, and they, I was, I'll give you credit in this podcast. It's two grown men talking it out. Not necessarily a, a, like aggressive, like they're fighting each other. They, I'm sure they're yeah. brothers. But they, you know, Willie D was really talking about like, yo, this is like how you do this. Like why you didn't hit me up or stuff like that. So I'm going to show a little bit of that conversation. Yeah. Um, and I'll, let me know when you want me to stop it so I can, we can talk about it. And I'll give you, and I will like your opinion. Like what do you think is who's right, who's wrong in that situation? Because okay. Willie D has performed Ghetto Boy songs without Scarface. Interesting. Now, so, so they've both done it. But the problem is, or at least the context is, this is the hip hop tribute at the yeah. Grammys the compared to being deal. at big a, deal. you know, yeah. club in you know Houston or something like that. You know, like yeah. there's a there's yeah. a level to it. But some people yeah. still say no, it doesn't matter. You you performed it no matter where you was. But mm-hmm. let me show a little bit of that conversation real quick, and then you, you can give me your thoughts. Actually, it'd be better if I had sound on it. Okay, cool. A moment that's a moment that's encapsulated caps, in history, a moment that people ain't gonna never forget. Now I understand that it was short time, but here's where I'm at with that. For something like that, for you to sit across this table for me weekly and knowing that you're gonna go to the Grammys and perform that song. Let me hold up, time out. Okay. I didn't know I was gonna do that song. At what point did you did you know? When I got there. Okay. So all right. Okay. So you know you was. Hold on. I think they're going a little too fast. Give me a second. Like they don't talk that quickly. Okay. You, you didn't know you was gonna perform a mind's plan. Show. I had no clue. But when you found out, did you did did you even think to say, man, this is a big moment? I'm performing the Ghetto Boys song, something that me and Willie D wrote. Yeah, I wrote three verses, but Will wrote one. He was on the song. Mm-hmm. He is a Ghetto Boy. They, they want a Ghetto Boy song. Did you think for one moment to say, yo, Will? You know, even if even if time was running out on you, <clears throat> you didn't think for one moment to say. Man, let me just at least call Willis and, and let him know what's going on. It ain't it ain't cross your mind to say that. It didn't cross my mind, Willie. It didn't cross my mind. Hmm. I don't believe you. You don't believe shit. You don't. No, believe I'm just. I'm just you saying. Don't believe I'm, that just, he I'm, I'm just saying, man. Yeah. I, I I don't believe you, bro, because I know you're smarter than that. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Think I know. About it. I know. No. Nah. And it was, you it's, do a it's lot so of much, thinking, it's so, it's so much shit going you do on. a lot of thinking. And it's so much shit. Let me tell you something, too. So you know, it's so much shit going on, Willie, until I don't know if you got the call or not. I don't know what's happening with you on your side of it. Come on, bro. I don't know I don't, you, I don't. know who handled you, your you, business. You, you, and as a matter of you fact. You know if the Grammys call about me when doing that something for boy, I'm going to call I didn't, you I didn't, know that, I didn't even know that the you, call was, I didn't even know that the call was for sure until that Wednesday, that day. You knew. If I, I did not you, know. Listen, okay, let's no say clue. let's say you knew that day. And and here's the thing. Okay, now I, okay, time out. I know every motherfucking thing. Now, how does it change it? How does it change yeah, it? Yeah, it's over. Well, what 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 is The it? motherfucker gave me um the the uh whoever the producer was gave me four bars. It's, that's it. Well, it wasn't four bars. What was it? I think you did eight. But in, in, in any okay, event, in, in any event, that, that's the, the oh, can you pause it for a minute? I mean, four measures. Yeah. So, so these guys have a podcast, right? That they do on a regular. Yes. Ghetto Boys Reloaded on YouTube. And it sounds like he's basically really saying, "Why? Oh, why didn't you tell me? Like, right. why? You know, I, I would think that would be a conversation that would come up. So that's kind of odd. That's the first thing I think of, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, at least at the, at the podcast point, and then. I am surprised at how Scarface is reacting to Willie. Mm. I um that he wouldn't immediately at least say, or at least in a partnership, like, oh, oh my bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh. like apologize a little but, or, but, or or and oh you can finish this if you want. I'm Scarface. Ooh, let's let's when, listen to a little more. Listen, okay, well, listen, to a little, right, okay. then we'll get into it. Gotcha. 
Play bark, okay, whatever it is. So how 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 does it change? How does it you said you said how does it change it? Yeah. How does it change anything that we talk about on a daily basis? Like we talk about a lot of shit. And how yeah. does just us so, talking about so, what we talk I mean, about end all, changes? Man? What's the end of well, I didn't I didn't know that I was doing my mind playing tricks on me for one and for two. Um ain't nothing I can do about it now. The shit is over with. Yeah, this shit the shit is over with. But the 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 the, oh. the end the end all the end all is for me to to express to you how I felt about the shit you did. That's the I end did. all. The, not and you know what? Not just what I you did. did, but the Grammys did. The dudes that the shit that the, I did, Willie. So, this is what I'm saying. So you you don't th- you so you don't see nothing wrong with going up on that stage and performing a ghetto boy song by yourself. You don't you don't see nothing wrong with that. Like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And we're talking about we're talking about at the Grammys, at you know for uh, a 50 year tribute. Now listen, listen what I'm saying. First of all, let me okay, let, yeah, let me all, say this. All my fault. But, but let me get it's this. All in, my fault. But let me get right, this let me out the way. No, you win. No, let me it's get this out the way. No, I'm gonna speak I, on. I, I shouldn't have got. I shouldn't have no, got on the plane. Let, I shouldn't have went to the Grammys. I'm, I'm speak I shouldn't have got no, on I'm stage. On I shouldn't have rapped that song. I shouldn't have walked off stage. Hmm. Scarface is getting a little defensive. A little defensive. He's getting defensive. You could tell they've had these conversations before. Like this is like brothers, family, kind of like a like wife and husband where. The wife is hating you with some shit that's right, like hitting you. And the first thing is like, all right, it's my fault. Even though that's yep, not you just like, all right, you win. Like, you just win. Like, and yeah. then and and he and Willie ain't Willie ain't trying to hear that. Because he knows well, you Willie, bullshit. Willie Willie seems a lot less emotional too. He's actually, yeah. at least for me, looking at this couple minutes we've watched, yeah. he's just asking questions like, What's up? Like, you know, Yeah, and I think and, Scarface kinda in the back of his mind. Yeah. Knew that he may have messed up. Well, we'll finish. We'll finish this one. And and uh, I think I saw, yeah, uh, Garden State. If you listen to a lot of Willie D's podcasts, he complains a lot. There's a lot of, but in this situation, you know, well, we'll we'll, we'll finish it up real quick. Yeah. And I shouldn't have got back on the plane and came home. It's all my fault, bro. Okay. If you, I'm gonna speak on this though. Yeah. I'm gonna speak on it. So you ain't finished. I'm so I'm so fucking glad that they called me Willie. I'm gonna speak on. I'm so glad that Quest reached out to me to do that motherfucking song, bro. I'm happy about that shit. I'm sure man. you are. I'm, I'm glad people got a chance to see me, man, because people don't really get the I'm chance. I'm sure you are. They don't really get a chance. To... So you a selfish yeah, ass I, nigga, Willie. So. You way more selfish than that. me. I would have never done enough shit like well, that. Well, I don't know, bro. I would have never, I would have, I would have never done no shit like that. The moment was too big, bro. The moment was too big. I would have never done enough. And, 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 I, and let me say this. My but let me but let me say this, Brad. I don't give a let me say, let me tell you something. And let me finish. I really don't give a fuck about the Grammys. I don't care about none of them gatekeeping ass niggas. None of that shit that they do. What I care about is the ghetto boys. You know, like when we decided to do this podcast, I did this podcast for the for the sake of the brand. I didn't do it to say I did it for the sake okay, of the brand. Okay, also. so I didn't do the actually it was my but, idea to do this shit. I, I understand you to do it, this shit. It, it was your idea to do it, but I had to agree to it. So you, you didn't do it by yourself. That's what I'm so saying. we doing I, that's I was, why it's called I ghetto was a cheap boys. Other brand too. But that's why it's called ghetto boys. So okay. I said, so I said, okay, the reason why I, I had my I had my own podcast shit going on already. It was already doing big numbers. So right. so so I, I it took me I built that brand. I built the the podcast brand with, with Willie with Willie D Live. I built that. And Yo. so when when we decided we was gonna bring this, do this right here, sure. I brought my audience like over here like this. So my thing was like let's break let's and and let's let's grow this thing and keep keep our brand going, keep it strong, keep it alive, keep it going. You didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do this. Hmm. I got so, a question. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you think the Grammys just wanted Scarface because he is the draw? Do you think they were, you know, and, and what the part of the song that he did, obviously he didn't do the whole song. I'm assuming yeah. it's a snippet. It's he, a, he said he did, he did. Yeah, he did eight. At least Willie said eight bars. So did he only do the part that, did he only perform the part that Scarface had in that song? Or was I would he performing? assume so, yeah. Right. So I think Willie's got a point. I think if anything, Scarface, the least thing he should have done was reach out like, hey, I got contacted by the Grammys. Hey, I, I told them I'm, you know, you you doing it with me. And I'm sure if Scarface said that, I probably would have they probably would have figured it out, right? Yeah. So that's where he kind of I think he at least needed to reach out. And even if he couldn't get Willie on there, he should have reached out and said, Hey, they asked me to do this. I just want you to know 
and they just want me to do my part, but I want you to know before you see it, like this is going to happen. I think probably Willie, I would assume probably would have been at least okay with it, but I think he's a little, little bitter. Maybe he's complaining, but like, I think he has a valid reason to say, Hey, why didn't you at least reach out? Why am I, you know, why was I left out? I, I get yeah. that part. You know what I mean? But, uh, Bobby says it's ironic that they're arguing about the Grammys. One of their songs <laughs> is called F the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. And Willie said, I don't give an F about the Grammys. He is mad with him to a point he's, where he's calling yeah. by his name. He said, Brad, yeah. I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> like, Brad, like, yeah. this is beyond the, the names of, you know, the, the, the characters or whatever. And I guess Scarface is mad to even, it's even been brought up. It's like, mm. it's not that serious. Or mm. why are you even upset about this? I need to go and call you about everything that I'm doing. And Willie's like, yo, we're, we're a team. Like, this is a brand. Like, I'm sure they're not performing. It, it's just, it is a little interesting. And it kind of, and then they call each other selfish. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sure that's just. Who do you side with right now? Like, if you if you had to pick a side and you're sitting at that table, who are you, who are you rocking with in this? Uh, All right. Uh, when argument? you go to see the, when you see the ghetto boys, who you, who are you list? who you care to see? Scarface. Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. I mean, clearly, I think, I think, I think. Scarface. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Willie D's the man, like, Willie D, he did his thing. It's, if, it, what's that movie? Uh, was it Heartbeats? He's like, no one came to see you, Otis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're but, not, you're not wrong. Willie, you're not Willie, wrong. Willie is right. Scarface yeah. should have should have reached out to him, so even if on, he didn't you're on, care. You're on, uh, Willie's side of the table. A little bit, because first of all, as much he is being, um, he's not getting defensive like Scarface. You could tell he was hurt. He's mm. hurt. He's like, damn. We, I, you know, we decided to do this podcast together. I didn't have to do it. I'm, I was doing well with what I got, mm-hmm. and so he's basically saying we have a, a business relationship. Yes, mm-hmm. we may not be performing anymore, so it's not like I ain't talked to you in five years or we only right. text and then that happened. Like right. we talking on a regular basis. They called you, and you just did it. And I, I'm almost he's supposed to be okay with that, and he's not. Yeah. yeah. I think though it's almost like can you imagine so so the Grammys is wanting to honor and celebrate 50 years of hip hop right yes and they're trying to show a new era of the history of rap right yeah and some of these new even the young cats are going to know who to your point they're going to know who Scarface is he's the draw no he's so it's man. almost like the yeah. Grammys like let's put Scarface on the the stage do your thing do your eight bars if they got another guy sitting next to him people are gonna be like who's that guy. Right. I think a lot of these young people be like, oh, I kind of know who Scarface. Who's who's that guy? Yeah. And, you know, so you could do Obviously, they could do the bit without him. But I think Willie has a point. But, you know, if I'm Scarface, I think it starts when you got to at least reach out. They obviously have a relationship, whether it's personal and or business. The business or I'm sure they're getting paid for this podcast. So it's a business. Oh, absolutely. Relationship. Yeah. So you got to let your guy know, like if, if, if Hannibal blows up and he winds up doing something and he doesn't like at least tell me about it. It'd be weird. I'd probably be like, dude, what's up, man? And that's what I would say to him. Like, what's up, man? Like, yeah. what's going on? You know, but. And I'll say, no one came to see you, Pedro. <laughs> well, right. And then I'd be like, well, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, you know? <laughs> So I, I, I get Willie's standpoint. And I think, you know, a lot of things in relationships is communication. Whether right. it's with your friend, your significant other, your kids, you got to communicate. And I think Scarface dropped the ball in the communication. And that's why it's an issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby says, Willie D has aged well. Um, Scarface has lost weight. Scarface had like a life-threatening um, issue. I forgot what it was, oh, but really? he, he was going through. Yeah, I forgot. It was something life-threatening. Yeah, they both look good. I mean, they both. Yeah. you know. Yeah. But you could tell it just—it felt like a marriage couple. Like, yeah. you know, when someone, your mate, your significant other, got you, and you're like, "All oh, right, I'm wrong. I should have not been on the plane." And and then Willie, he ain't not letting it go. No, we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna let this go because yeah. he knows that. Scarface don't really feel bad about it. And yeah. I don't know if Scarface is, like you said, trying to shield him from, I'm Scarface. Yeah. But you guys, you should watch the entire conversation. They go back and forth. They got to a point where Willie D said, every time a Ghetto Boys album was dropped, you drop a solo album right after it. Ooh, so I don't know what that meant. There, little history. But, yeah, but what does that even mean? Like, yeah. Of course, yo, Scarface has legendary albums. I yeah, mean, he's I mean, the draw. I mean, he's, you know, and I don't know enough about the group as a whole right i know more about scarface right yeah but i you know and willie d obviously has contribution yeah he helped me write a lot of those songs yeah he he was yeah but scarface is scarface right i mean i'm trying to think of another like 
hip hop group or trio or whatever duo that who, you know, that, that would be similar. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, but I guess maybe like cash money back in the day. Like who's well, remember the, the BG the, guy, <laughs> BG was like a contributing factor, but it was, it was a little Turk. I think it might've been right. Yeah. But like, the main guy was juvenile and then Lil Wayne. Like in hip hop groups, that's what you have. You think about Wu Tang. Yeah, like, you know, each guy is very good, but there's a couple, you know, Jizza's not the best. Inspector Deck has a couple great bars and some songs, but he's not the draw. It's Method Man, yeah. ODB. And it's not even you know like a I mean? necessarily like a talent thing. It's just right. the draw. Like whoever the, the people want. Um, Bobby saying, yo, Scarface could write he was the ice cube with the ghetto boys and mm, that was a good comparison. a good comparison ice cube is one of the greatest writers like the dude yeah. we, he doesn't get enough respect of the ability to craft the songs that he did but ice cube wasn't to draw well eventually he did eventually he became the draw Event, well i'm saying yeah. with nwa who was the draw who was the the main guy easy e right don't you think well at, i would say the, the swag their... and the and yeah. the and first of all he's the only guy that was like legit like a you know, gangsta dude. Gangsta dude. And, you yeah. know, Dre, Dre was the guy who was putting the beats together. Mm-hmm. Um, Benjamin has a good point, or at least a fair point. I feel this conversation should have been ha- should have happened in private. Putting mm. Scarface on blast is a little bit shady. Yeah, but Benjamin, they got a podcast and they need to get they need to get views and all that. So I, I'm not surprised. Well, you you could tell there. Scarface was uncomfortable with the conversation. He didn't want to mm. talk about it. And I don't know. Does he really? Is he hiding, or does he really want to say? I'm Scarface, man. Like, well, if he says that, then it then it really becomes an argument, though. Probably, yeah. Right? I think he's I think he's holding. You know, if he's like looking at Willie, like really, man, like I'm Scarface. Stop. <laughs> then Willie's gonna be, yeah. you know, get on the attack, and then it goes sideways. So I think that yeah. it's actually, you know, he's thinking in his head. He's trying he to that shield that. And 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 Willie, I think in yeah. Willie's point, I think he is correct. We are a team. We, this is a brand. A conversation should have happened. I don't know if Scarface didn't want to talk to. Him. He may have legit just didn't think of it. And Willie's like, "No, you're lying." Like, there's how do no you know he's you lying? Can't. There's no. Yeah, but think about this, man. How do you not think about it? At least you have to have a thought about that. Yeah. I don't believe you. You know, I could say if these guys didn't have a relationship anymore, or hadn't seen each other in years, and there's no communication, I think that's different. You're not thinking about it because that guy's not in your life. Right. These guys have a podcast, so. I don't know how many episodes they do, but they're probably communicating at least on a weekly basis. Yeah. Okay. So you got to think about that. There's no way you don't think about that. And if you don't, then Willie's right. You're selfish. If you, if you literally don't think about the guy that was still alive and you guys have a podcast called the ghetto boys reloaded or whatever, how yeah. do you not think about that when somebody's asking you to represent the ghetto boys at the Grammys? So clearly he had to have a thought about that. You know what? I'm trying. I'm trying to argue for Scarface because I love everything he's done. I mean, but the Diary, the Fix. I mean, it's just legendary oh, albums. Legend. Uh, yeah, it's just the idea that you, you're still a team there. They needed to communicate. I think that isn't. I, I bet you it was Willie D's idea. It's like, no, we're going to talk about this publicly. He wanted it to be public. I think he probably didn't well, want to have a private conversation. I, I, I don't. They had a good conversation. It didn't go crazy, at least. No, no, it's passionate. There's two yeah. grown men. Obviously, you know they care about each other. Really, is I think was bothering him is damn. You think Scarface was like, yeah, you're, you know what, my fault. But Scarface is like, it happened. It happened already, Willie. What well, you want like to do? Dismissing him. I think when you dismiss yes. and don't acknowledge, it makes the other person even more hurt by it, right? Yes. Because like you said, I think if Scarface like, you know what, man, like that's on me. I got excited. You know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't thinking or whatever. Like you should have been a part. You should have been a part of that. That's that's on me. Willie probably is like, you know what? I can I can I can get that. I can respect that, man. But he didn't. Scarface was like, nah, forget you. Like I didn't even think about it. So then Willie's like, you didn't think about it. You know, so you're I lying. Get that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're lying. You're being selfish. I, I think I think like you said this before uh earlier. Uh people want to be acknowledged. It yeah. don't seem like no, no matter how much you have success you have done, like you said, Willie has done great with the podcast and obviously with the Get Up Boys. We want to, we all want to be acknowledged in one way or another. And when something like something blocks that acknowledgement, it hurts. And you could tell for that Willie D was hurt from that. So, you know, yeah. what you guys think? Put it in the comments below, obviously. And I thought it was fascinating. And again, it's a full hour and they go back and forth and, 
they love each other. Like it's all love. It's yeah, just yeah. I think hopefully Scarface, who's a bit defensive, but after that conversation realized he should have made a phone call or a text yeah, message. It's all, it's email all, a dude. Like <laughs> the e- I don't know, the old dudes, I don't know if they email each other, but yeah, a text, yeah. a call. Hey Grammys. I know you hate the Grammys, but this is what they threw out at me. So yeah. what do you think? Yeah. Scarface is like, I'm on the plan, I'm, on, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you know, when I think of the ghetto boys, they're obviously a significant group, right? Yeah. But can the story of hip hop be told without them? I think it could, right? I, I think I think you can tell the story of hip hop without them. I think if you add them in, it obviously adds more to it. Yeah, especially but, from where they came from, because you know they're right. the ones that kind of push in that you know Texas, like that's hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that you know them UGK. Yeah, they're they're connected, but. Yeah, just communicate. I think that's a learned lesson. Just communicate. Even if you think the person may not care or may not care, talk. Because you know what? They do care. They act like they don't care, oh, yeah, but they, they do. People so, care. People care. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, before we end this, I want to talk about this meme. Um, let me see if I can find... Damn, I think I had the picture. I, you know what's funny about memes is, like, memes were, were obviously more prevalent years ago. Right. Yeah. As compared to now, because I think how we get information is just different and TikTok and this and now. Yeah, it's I like think we're all memed out, I think. We're memed you know? out. But like yeah. I, I uh, you sent me the clip of the meme or the picture and I remember it yes. because there's this meme game that me and the kids used to play years ago. And it had like different memes on and you'd have to like describe it anyways. And this was one that was like on the it was one of the play, one of the cards, you know, and yeah. I remember where it came from. But. Maybe you, you're saying you don't remember or didn't know where. I did not know. So you may have had a little bit more information than I did because so I see this. Usually it's, you know, someone's crying. And if you hear the voice, I'm not going to play because it's very raw and very raw and re- loud very, very raw. Yeah. and painful. But I did not know who this guy was or you just saw the meme and I just moved on with my life. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that I checked out a YouTube video. And I watched it, it was like 17 minutes. And I was like, damn, you really don't know any, you know, like I just had no idea. So yeah. you guys know this was a championship boxer by the name of Rocky Lockridge. Oh, I didn't know he was a boxer. I didn't know a that part. boxer. So let me show, oh. let me tell you a little bit. He no won the W uh, WBA championship, super featherweight title in 1984. Hmm. He knocked out Roger Mayweather. The uncle what? of Floyd in the first round. So featherweight's like 115, 120. You know, when Floyd came out, they're, they're, they're small dudes, but yeah. yeah. Knocked Rod, and, you know, Roger, could, I mean, rest in peace to Roger Mayweather. He could box. Yeah. Knocked that dude out in the first round, 1984. I was born in 84. Wow. He won the IBF title in 87. Uh, finished his career with 44 wins, uh, 36 by knockout and nine losses. So the dude had. He was aggressive yeah. fighting style, powerful left hook. You know, he was probably putting people out pretty uh, pretty easily. Yeah. But obviously, in this situation, things went in a whole different direction in his life. And that's what the video was talking about. I'll probably put the link of the video. It's called a Rhythm Boxing YouTube channel. I watch a lot of, of those documentaries on sports. And There's some great boxing documentaries. Some of these boxers, man, the way they grow up and what they got to do, like these stories are amazing, man. I watched some of it. Probably not as much as you, I'm sure, but the box, these boxing guys are, they're built different, man. You know. Yeah. And the the issue was after his boxing career, um, he struggled with addiction, homelessness. Mm. Um, he was just all messed up. Had a stroke for way too long without uh, any kind of um, medical help. To yeah. a point where he couldn't, he could, he lost the use of one of his legs, so he, he had a cane, and he was just so strung out that the show Intervention, which I don't watch because it's super sad. Like I don't watch Intervention. It's it's, it's, it's emotional, man. Yeah, yeah I've it's seen some. Heavy. It's very it's very heavy and yeah. and very sad. Yeah, very sad. So this episode was in 2010. He didn't see his two sons over in over 15 years. Hmm. So. The reason why you see him crying like that is during the intervention. Mm. The two sons are like crying, saying you weren't there. Mm. What happened to you? And the one, like he, and, and during the and during the intervention, he is stoic, not saying he ain't saying a word. He's not angry. He just got that stoic face. 
And the thing that got him was one of his sons said, no matter out of all this that you put us through and all the things that's going on, and I don't even know you, but I still love you. Mm. And that's when he starts, like he totally broke. Falling. He just starts like uncontrollably Uncontrollable sobbing. cry, rage, kind of like, like you could tell he held all of that in. When you and see he, a man like that, when you see a man cry, it hits you different, doesn't it? Yeah. At Especially least for me, it, it really, it really gets you. you know? Yeah, it really, like you can tell he had decades of pain. He knew he messed up. He yeah. knew he should have been there for his son's lives. Didn't see his sons in 15 years. Like, how's that possible? But he was so strung out uh, that that's when he started crying and, and just had that wail of anger and sadness. So there was something, there was a line in that in that YouTube video that I thought was really powerful. It's he said, let me look it up real quick. It's talking about the you know the meme or the crying. They said um that boys made fun of him, but men understood. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that, that I mean, mm. yes, but at the same time, we didn't know. <laughs> if I knew you don't know exactly, the whole con- you don't know the whole context of what. You, know, you look at a meme and it's like you want to make fun of somebody because it sound it sounds odd. Funny right? when, when yeah, you yeah. it sounds funny, but when you have when, when you when you have it all built up in your body and and you have your son, your seed you haven't seen in fifteen years talking to you that way, like it just comes out and that's yes. how it came out for him. And he had health issues, so you know it's not going to be normal and it's very sad. But you know most people didn't understand like Hannibal saying he didn't know like who is this guy? I know him as a meme, right? And he, he kind of knows, you see someone crying, it's probably a good idea. At least it's like, oh, what happened? So yeah. now it's not funny. It's not yeah. funny. I mean, even if you hear that, if you just told that person the story of why he cried, because he, he there's, there was shame in there. It was rage. It was sadness. It was like, shame is a good wow, I really didn't, I, I, I F my life up. And these two kids, and that, the fact that, the, the, that one, his one son said, I still love you. Yeah. Despite that, like he probably rather than him say, I hate you. Well, right? it's easy, it's easier to hear hate because you expect it. Yeah. What you don't what you don't expect after knowing that you've maybe haven't been around, right? For whatever yeah. reason. It's still yeah. a lot of shame in that. But to have your son tell you, I still like it hits, man. It hits you as a dad. Like that's you know, that's all you really want. You want to make sure your kids are good, but um, it's very sad. Now I had seen that clips of the episode, yeah. right? That went along with that meme, but I didn't know he. I didn't know he was a boxer because I didn't watch the whole episode. Which yeah. I just seen that couple minute clip of that interaction and hearing him cry like that. Right? Um, it's crazy, man. Like it, being a dad can be it can be tough. And right. this guy's a boxer physically. Probably had some pills and things. He had to cope with yeah. drugs. To, you know, so like everybody has a story. It's a dangerous sport. I, I tell you, I know we talk about football and yes, football is extremely dangerous and you know, talk about MMA, but boxing, you're not meant to get punched in the head that many times. No, you're not. You're just and not. Like you, it's just, you're not supposed to do that. And you're getting, <laughs> pun- you're getting punched in the head even if you have headgear during, while you're training. Yes. So it's tens of thousands of hits over a course of a lifetime, maybe more, and repetitive. Even the ones that might not knock you out, that your brain is literally moving Bad. in the skull. And that is, that's not supposed to happen. No, no, no. I mean, I, I know, we, you know, still watching boxing every once in a while. And you see the CompuBox score. Yeah. That's hundreds of punches. Yeah. <laughs> to the it's body, crazy. right? To most, the head. And most of us have never been, most people haven't been punched more than once or twice. Yeah. These guys are getting punched for a living. You know? Yeah, I remember doing one class. I couldn't afford to keep going. I probably should try it. And we all had gear. And I was, I was getting punched in the face. And I was like, yo, this is sucks. <laughs> the fuck oh, am on, I how, doing? How long ago was this? This was a long time ago. It was uh it was doing like kickboxing classes, but we would it was only it was only boxing. And clearly this person was they were there a while longer. So you don't know how to fight until you really get in and realize the speed and head movement and guarding. So it was like a practice and I was getting hit in the, and I was like, <laughs> doesn't, yo, doesn't feel good, doesn't it, wake, it just wakes you like, Oh, Whoa, it, it, wait, yeah. what's going on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, I think, I think for me, and this might, you know, come off a certain way. I think you don't really know yourself in some regards until you've been punched in the face. Right. Okay. I think, you know, and, 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 I've been punched in the face a few times, many times, and it don't feel good. 
but after a while you you learn how to like kind of cope and deal with it you know right um but it's not fun but no. some people like it some people get a, get off on that fighting it, it, and the, you know the pain well, yeah i mean it's it, a point it doesn't it doesn't affect you anymore i, I yeah. remember watching brock lesnar so brock lesnar was a beast and obviously he went back to wrestling but he he was beating up people in the um ufc god yeah. championship and everything when he's when he realized he had to do the stand up and he was fighting better competition and they were punching him in the face yeah. He didn't like it, and he would turtle up a little bit. And that's the reason why he kind of went back. And he was almost 300 pounds, pure oh, muscle. He's a massive, massive man. But when he's you meet just... another massive man that can that can strike, yep. and you get hit upside your face, and you've never been trained properly, and you're just not comfortable getting punched in the face, mm-hmm. that's why he kind of tailed, on, tailed down towards the end of his career and had to go back to wrestling because he was getting punched in the face, and he couldn't handle it. And that's a big dude. And, you know... Another, another right. line that Tyson says, right? Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Until they get punched in the face, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah boxing, it's, it's a dangerous, dangerous sport. But, you know, I think it's good to even, you know, I love boxing. And, I, you know, you know. oh, yeah, I forgot to say this, but Rocky uh, Lockridge passed away in 2019. Mm-hmm. But before that, he did clean up his life a little bit. Go, he was going on the right path, so he kind of at least ended it, ended his life on a positive yeah, note. He hopefully, go, he yeah. had some peace, and him and his yes. sons were able to, you know, exactly like, like reconcile some of that relationship. And I think that hopefully he had that for himself and them, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, Nomadic uh, Gig Ecom Mom says, "I love my yeah." I mean, it. yeah, it's yeah. I know it's kind of weird and carnival like now. You know, you got the Jake Paul brothers at this point probably getting paid more in boxing than anyone else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know uh, you know Tyson Fury still out there. Um, Wilder, he's around. Like I, I am not on boxing the way it used to be because the I think heavyweights the aren't there. It's the head. It's, it's it's just not that these athletes now are playing football and basketball, right? Yeah. So whereas before you had some guys from the cities or wherever, like they were boxing. Was, they you were know, gyms. You, you wanted to be the next Ali or Fraser. You wanted to be the next Tyson and gyms everywhere. Now it's the UFC is trumping that. It's just yeah. kind of took over, you know? And the problem is with UFC, because I don't know how much it costs to be in a boxing gym, but I pro- it probably wasn't going to be as expensive. When you want to learn like the, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and all this other stuff, you're spending about 150 to $200 a month. Oh, Most kids in inner city cannot afford that kind of money. So what they'd rather do, play basketball. Yeah. And then if they're really talented and they can get their, you know, football, right? Those are cheaper than learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu where you got to spend 150 That was back in when I was doing it. Yeah. Well, I could, definitely couldn't afford it. Now I probably could, but I'm sure it's probably $200 a month. Oh, sure. I mean, it depends if you're going to get a special trainer and, you know, it's going oh, yeah, to then that's, yeah. well more than that. Right. But, you know, but the thing about basketball and what's great about it, you don't need you don't need money to play. You get a ball or, you know, if you don't have a ball, you show up at a court and you run fives. You, you know, you could play yes. for free. You don't have yep. to. You can do it outside. That's what's great about the game. But with other sports, you got to have equipment. You got to have other people. Basketball, you can play by yourself. Yeah. Right? You don't you know, boxing you can't box yourself. You can shadow yeah. box, but you know, you know, you got to get punched in the face to see, right? Yes. So that's what's great about basketball is that you don't need really anything or anybody or money, and you can figure it out. You know. Yeah, I, you know. Hopefully, I still don't see the future. Like the future in boxing, yeah, you're gonna have you know your big prize fights, but now how how often does that happen? You know, back in the day, the big fights are the, the Paul brothers. It's all pay per view now. Yeah, and you know, I know you say you don't call them box professionals. They're I guess they're prize fighters. They're fighting for money oh, yeah. but they're they're not professional at least they're not at professional level because they're smart they're not fighting professionals they're fighting right. other amateurs and if a, a ufc or mma fighter goes to play you know fight boxing he that's an amateur boxer yeah because in mixed martial arts you have to learn tons of other shit rather than boxing while well, this guy just boxing so right. they're smart on how they handle it but who knows like a big boxing match like what what's the next one i don't even i can't even tell you um like when I, I couldn't tell you, like, I, you know, I know that uh, I think one of the fear, the one Fury brother is supposed to fight somebody. I know Canelo is supposed to fight somebody, I think, kind of soon. But even then, I don't I couldn't tell you the other guy's name. Yeah. You know? Dick so, Paul I, versus Tommy Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's one that's, that's on the 25th. And, and that will be one of the bigger ones as, as far as viewership and money revenue coming in because of the name. Yeah. And that's unfortunately that's where we're at right now. So that's where we are. So, hey, listen, we still got some good basketball. You know, we got some playoff uh, or at least uh, 
yeah, playoff basketball coming up soon. So, you know, we'll, we'll, that's what we got right now. And then obviously football just ended. But we'll have a NCAA March Madness coming in a few weeks. Um, I don't follow college basketball as much as I used to, but that's yeah. always a fun time getting a bracket, all the games on those Thursdays and Fridays. So we'll definitely get into that a little bit too, I think. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you'll be talking most of it. I don't watch a lot of college ball, but, yeah. you know, if I have to, I will make up some shit. <laughs> I mean, we're both of us are really good at making it up as we go. So I think. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a talented skill. It takes a while to bullshit, but then when you do it, it just starts flowing, and hopefully someone uh, understands yeah. what the hell you're saying. But uh, hopefully, the few people that watch it get it. So yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. We did not talk about the top uh, five female. I think we we keep. I forgot about that. The top right, we'll five female rappers. We'll, we'll get into it. Maybe Monday. Um, or we'll we'll get into it because it's it's both top five female yeah. MCs all the time and top five hottest female rapper. Well, and I think I'm glad you mentioned that because Iggy Azalea was at the game and she gave Jalen Brunson a hug. And what was she doing there? I don't know, but she looked. How's she able to walk in the, the uh, damn court just as if she can just do know. that? Good I know you was hating. I was hating, but now I like him because he's over there <laughs> hugging up, dropping a 40 piece, hugging up on in New York City in the Mecca, good, just the chilling, Mecca. just dumb. Yeah, yeah listen. Props to Jalen, bro. We're we're sorry, Jalen. We didn't know. We what did Shaq say? I was unfam- I wasn't familiar with the game, and now we are. <laughs> oh, now we're familiar. I think I think Iggy Azalea is about to be familiar too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely liked those black guys. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, have a good weekend. Have a safe weekend out there, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Peace.